and welcome to this Isis Energy podcast. My name is Ellie Chambers and I'm here today with my colleague Thomas Rogers. Tom is our resident UK gas expert and this week he's been following a story on gas output from the UK continental shelf. So Tom, tell us a bit about what's been happening. Yeah, so like you mentioned, um, we've been looking at the, the UKCS, which is essentially British domestic gas production, and it usually operates on a fairly flat profile throughout the year, so delivering at consistent rates. But when it does come down, it's usually due to maintenance. So a lot of these, in since the start of August, sort of late July as well, a lot of these key fields which supply the British market have had their output reduced as operators perform their uh, annual maintenance Okay, but uh, this is August, which I understand is a traditional time of year to hold maintenance as there's uh, less gas demand for heating. Um, so isn't it, isn't it uh, quite normal to have a drop in production around this time of year? No, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, August is typically... a uh a month in which a lot of operators choose to hold to hot to perform maintenance because like you mentioned demand tends to be pretty muted i guess what's been interesting this year has not so much been the maintenance itself but what the byproduct of having a lot of ukcs output offline has been so one of the features over the last few weeks has been uh, issues with norwegian production which is another key sort of supply point for the british market so uh, they've had issues with various fields as a reduced supply from that part, um, from that uh, sector. LNG has also tightened up a bit. So this sort of raft of Qatari vessels that are usually coming in have slowed down. So you've got this gradual sort of shrinking of supply. And that's sort of been a key driver in lifting the British market, the NBP, over the past few weeks. Okay, so you've spoken about how this will affect the UK natural gas market, but... Will it have uh, a kind of knock-on effect on on other European markets? Can can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, we've sort of already seen that. So, since uh, UK lost its largest storage site, Rough, it's been quite reliant on the interconnector pipeline to export volumes during the summer and then import them during the winter. And so, over the past couple months, we've seen flows through the interconnector going towards Belgium, sort of at the pipeline's maximum capacity but as the UKCS output has fallen along with the other supply points I've mentioned we've seen that reduction in exports from sort of 50 million cubic meters a day down towards the lower 40s you know it's still a significant volume being pushed out but it's a significant reduction and from where we were a week or two ago. I see um, so what do you think is likely to happen next? So we've got a decent amount of maintenance still going on until the 26th of August um, when we've got uh, some fields which feed the St. Fergus and the Bacton Terminal coming back online. So after that, I'll probably see an improved supply point And like I mentioned, those exports will probably pick up again. And there's that potential for uh, prices to come down. But again, we have September coming up and September is also a month where there's lots of maintenance um, going on. And so that question will sort of be asked again 
you know, um, as the UK CS output falls, which of the supply, um, which other forms of supply will step in? Will Norway be unreliable like it has been? Will LNG pick up? And then you have the question about um, UK demand, sort of as we move towards the start of start of the winter. All right, thank you, Tom. So, uh, for more information on this and other energy stories please visit our website, isis.com. Thank you and goodbye.